Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, This story is shared by um <laughs> by someone that I do not know but managed to... I mean, life has a way of presenting itself with people who you meet and will enrich you. So, so I have met this person... Um, and it just so happened that he was working at the same building where my office is. Um, and it's just messed up that I would have to meet him in a corridor. And he was like, hey, I'm such a big fan of your podcast. I have a story to share in the previous office of mine. So I was like, oh my God, thank God it's not at Prim's Biz Hub. Because Prim's Biz Hub is where my office is. Um... He said it happened in um, a building that's also around Woodlands, but he wouldn't tell me which building. Um, and I was like, okay, fine. But I just wanted to hear the story. So we, so he shared a story about... Um, so he used to work at a interior design company, right? So the way the building is being made is that the offices are facing each other and... Um. Okay. In in the same way, see, he said the layout is the same as Prim's Biz Hub. So Prim's Biz Hub is from the lobby. You take the lift up, and then you can go either to the left or to the right. So when you go to the left or to the right, there's a long alleyway, and along the alleyway is all the units, lah. You know, and the units are facing one another, lah. You know, um. So he said that the layout was was the same as Prim's Biz Hub, but it's in a place somewhere in Woodlands, and. Um, unfortunately or fortunately for him, I, I would say it's unfortunate lah, okay? The checkup office there, his interior design office, opposite his office is a Rukia center. <laughs> so a place where people go to seek uh, treatment, right? Um, spiritual treatment. Um, Rukia, right? I mean, for those of you non-Malays who are listening, you can just Google R-U-Q. Y-A-H and then you would know exactly what I'm, talk- what I'm talking about. So what they do is they do exorcisms and all that and they... Yeah lah. So basically they, they help in, in the spiritualness of things. Um, He was working at that company for about four years and he says that four years is enough to be exposed to a lot of things. And when he was in the office, when he was working at the interior company, the one opposite... Uh, wasn't a rukia. It was only after like much a year in, then like they changed the tenants. So now the new tenants is this this group of he said very nice people, very nice people, uh, who run this rukia center. These things that he shared with me happened to both him and his colleagues. So he said, I will share with you what my colleagues felt or, or experienced first. Two things that happened to them and one thing that happened to me. Okay. He said that um, they would work very late into the night, right? And because they have to finish up like drawings or whatsoever. So it's normal for them to stay back in the office until 2 to 3 a.m. in the morning. Some of, sometimes they would just like sleep in the office. The boss is okay with them sleeping in the office as long as they clean up after themselves, like, you know. Um, it's a... It's a Rather rather small room, but it's a showcase. Like. It's an interior design company. Then there's, there's showcases and there's... Um, like a mock living room and a mock kitchen, kitchenette of sorts. He said that in the three years that this 
tempat Rukia dekat, dekat depan. So, dia macam berjiran lah. He's like neighbors of the tempat Rukia. It's very normal to hear screaming. And it's very normal to hear wailing and extreme crying from the unit opposite. But, the Rukia place, it closes at 10. Okay, it closes at 10. So, after 10, everyone goes back home. There's no one in the office. The office is empty until the next morning. Then, they would start their services lah. Um, he said that one night, his colleague was doing his work inside the office, right? Um, was just doing some scaling work, whatever. And then, one of the cabinet punya pintu terbuka. Like, one of the cabinet doors opened by itself. So, it just went like, okay. Last time, there's normal um, cabinets where you just open like that, right? Now, a lot more of cabinets have that mechanism where you have to press first and then the thing will open right and then when you close it it will close it back properly slowly and it would click like that so it's that new mechanism right without using the magnet some some mechanism like that they have in, in, in the thing so to be able to open the thing you have to push the thing inside first and then the thing will and then the cabinet door will open so the thing about kerja he was doing his work and he said I saw The cabinet door open, and then it closed again, and I heard a click sound. And he said it was around 2 a.m. in the morning, and he said, "Okay lah, maybe it's time for me to like stop doing my work." And he just went back home. Okay, so that was an incident that happened, and he thought, "Okay, just normal, maybe malfunction whatsoever." That same colleague experienced something quite fucked up. He said, "I was working on, and it wasn't late at night. I was working at around." 11 plus at night and I was really going back home so he was the last one to leave the office so he switched off the lights he cleaned everything so he he was the one who locked the door it was a glass door okay so he locked the glass door and then he realized there is a lady standing in front of the door and she was crying it didn't cross his mind That there was something supernatural. He just thought that, oh, maybe this girl is just there to seek treatment. Because he says that place can be very busy. Macam like at, at times in the afternoon, like there's like literally a lot of sleepers outside. So meaning that a lot of people actually would patron this Rukia place lah, you know, who, which I'll not mention. And he said that when he opened the door and he turned, he saw this girl just standing. But the face or like the body was facing the door. And she was just like, She wasn't wailing or whatever, but you could hear she was sniffling and like, like that, you know. So he didn't think much about it. He just bought bodo and he just walked. And then he looked at his watch, and he said it's eleven, like thirty at night. He's like, what the fuck? The office is closed at ten o'clock. And guess what? That's not the most messed up part. So when he realized that that it was already eleven thirty, he turned. Yep, you guess it right. The lady is not there. So he actually ran back home and he got fever for like three days after that. He didn't come to work. And then and then the boss is like, what happened? And he didn't, he didn't say anything. Lah. But he said shortly after, this guy who was sharing with me the story, he said that, that colleague shortly after, about maybe about three months, he quit his job and then he moved to another um, uh, interior design company. Um, citing like maybe just job jobs or whatever. But I think, I think he was really quite affected by the whole incident because he saw... And the the only person that he shared his shared shared it with was with this guy, 
because this guy is like the only Malay guy in the in the company and he's Muslim. So then whenever they have like questions about Rukia or whatever, they always ask him and then he will like, this guy would like macam, would share with them lah, actually this is what happened. This is what happens inside. And they're like, wah, serious lah, got exorcism lah, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now, of course, everyone else, I mean, not everyone else lah, this, this particular guy kena dua kali already, right? Then he quit. And then, Aku tak teringat yang aku akan terkena tau Because aku macam jarang stay back at work And even if I stay back at work I would always have a friend For some weird reason I would have a friend But Just that night It was very very Like Very unlucky I was alone In the office And I was doing my work Okay It was alone I remembered It was 12.30 midnight Okay I was trying to get back home because I wanted to catch a soccer match at home. And the soccer match starts at 1.30. So I was trying to like finish everything up by 12.45 so that I have 45 minutes to drive back home. Okay? Now, he said as he was doing his work, it was already 12.30 and he was rushing and to do his work. Eh? Dia orang pekit ah. He heard people screaming from the other room. And he's like, It, it cannot be that they are doing exorcism at like 12 midnight at night because they know for a fact that this office closes at 10. Okay. What would do? Screaming stop. And then wailing. So he says it's the sound of a woman screaming. And the scream is like, like, macam, and the scream is like, macam, like really in pain, ah, you know? And then the, the crying is like so sad and all that. It was very loud. So he said that, I'm surprised that other tenants have not made a complaint before because the screaming and the crying can get very loud. But I think because it happened during office hours, people don't care. But because it happened at night, he was the only one left, I think, in that level. Maybe like, I, I don't know how big is that building. But he said, I, I believe that I'm, I was the only one left in that level. Maybe other other, other people, but they I, I can't see them working, lah, you know. So, they talk about He said, okay, I'm not happy because I keep hearing the screaming and whatever. And I'm like, I quickly finish my stuff. I close my laptop. I went out of the of, of the office. Everyone has got a, everyone has got the key to the office. So everyone can, if you're the first one, you just open the, 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 the office. If you're the last one, you lock it. So he locked. And he said, I was standing. See, I remember this very, 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 very well. I was standing in front of the door. Of my glass door. And I was facing the Rukia punya door. I'm hearing screaming eh. I'm still hearing screaming. Alternate with crying. And then. Aku tengok kat bawah. I look below. The lights are switched off eh. So technically it's like pitch black. And then someone just went. Bomb! From inside the door. And it just became very quiet. And he said, I ran. I ran to the lift lobby. I went down. I was sweating. I got into my, into my car. Aku baca Al-Fatihah. Aku, I just like, baca whatever I, I can baca. And then I just went back home. And he said, I can never forget the incident. Because it was very, very clear. He was standing in front of the Rukia door, uh, the, the Rukia office. He heard the screaming. He heard the crying. And then someone from inside or something just banged the door. Pop like that, as if as if to tell him, don't be capo. Because he said the door bergegar tau, like the door literally shook. But he couldn't see anything. He couldn't see any light because, okay, the way the Rukia office is made 
is that when they come into when they open the door, the first thing they will see is they will see a wall, and that wall is lighted up. So even if you close the door, you can see the light coming from the walls in front. But he said, "Sumpah, Allah, bila aku tengah diri kat depan pintu dia, dia punya office gelap eh. The light are switched off. And he knows for a fact that there's no one inside the office. Because he says in the three years that I'm working there, none of them stay back after 10 o'clock. Like really 10 o'clock, all of them as a, as a, as a group or as a staff, they will come back. And I, and, and I can see because my door is glass door and I can see them going out and they will switch off the lights and then they will close the door. They would sometimes wave at him by and then he will, he, he will wave back and then they will go back home. So there's no one inside the office. So siapa yang ketuk and siapa yang pekit dalam itu office? Jeng, jeng, jeng. So that is a Rukia story that happened um in an office in Woodlands. I do not know which office. I can't tell you because this humble Allah tak beri kita waku juga. And that's all the story I have for this episode. Um, thank you so much. If you have more stories, please feel free to share with me. I'll be more than happy to share with you, um, on the Perhantu podcast. Good night, everyone. Bye bye.